in this page of the gospel, there is a word that again and again comes to our attention. And I think it's a, a perfect word for the feast of today, the feast of a divine mercy. Peace be with you. And actually there is no greater peace than to receive the mercy of the Lord. I can say that every time I spend hours, like, like last week here in confession, you can feel the joy and the peace that each one that goes to confession receives in his heart by the sacrament of confession. The peace of the mercy of God. So what is this divine mercy? Why we celebrate today, the first Sunday after Easter, the feast, the solemnity of the divine mercy of God? What kind of mercy is this? Well, first of all, a little bit of history. In 2005, <clears throat> John Paul II, he was in his last, in the, very, the last few months, he died in April 2005. But in February, he released a book, Memory and Identity, that was his last book, almost a testament of his life. And it was an interesting book because he described from his point of view, what, what, happened, what had happened in Europe mostly in the 20th century, so the two world wars, and eventually he ended this book saying, yes, but the last world, even in the worst possibility of history, even after the two world wars, the last word is the mercy of God. God's mercy is the final, the definitive word about even the worst possibilities of history. When I read that book, I was to be ordained in a couple of months, and I knew that the Pope was dying, I was deeply struck because I thought, how can a man who had been under the Nazis, under the communists, who had suffered, who he suffered and they attempted to kill him, so he had to carry really all the evil, all the burden of that century. How can he say that the divine mercy is the final word, is the greatest word of God? And then reading the book and looking at his life, I realized that eventually what he wanted to say is that we cannot stop God's plan. Even the greatest evil is powerless against God's desire, God's plan to do something great, to do something beautiful, to keep creating beauty and life in our life. That was the point. He wanted to say, even if something bad happens, and something bad can be war, can be the concentration camps, my grandfather was in a concentration camp in Germany. I heard his stories. I mean, that's horrible. But the Pope was saying, do not forget that even if that happens, God's creation, the power that God has to recreate and heal is always greater. 
So the problem with evil, the problem when we do something evil or someone does something evil, is that that puts that person out of God's mercy, out of God's plan. That person becomes irrelevant. It's, we would say, without roots. It's something that is, cannot generate anything. That would be the word. Someone who is completely barren. Instead, we are made to be fertile, to, be, to bring life continuously. So that's the problem with evil. And the divine mercy means that God can restore us and everyone who simply accepts, welcomes divine mercy into that position like a very fertile soil. A soil that can receive the seed of God's love and bring fruits, many fruits. So that was not just the testimony, that was the life of John Paul II. He always bet, and with him we can mention Mother Teresa and other saints, Padre Pio, people who received a lot of evil, and they always answered doing good. Just letting the evil pass by, and they stayed focused on what was good and healthy and holy in their life, and they kept pushing forward. One step every day. Sometimes they had to push hard, very hard. Sometimes they had to carry the cross, literally. But they left a legacy, the legacy of love. But love is greater than any evil, because love is God. God is love, and where there is love, there is God. So that's, to me, the great word of this Divine Mercy Sunday. When we bet on love, and love is not whatever love, but love means the love that comes from the sacrifice of Christ, so we bet on the sacraments, we bet on that love that we receive every time we go to confession and we are forgiven. So when we bet on true love, we learn that love that forgives us so we can forgive others, that changes history. That was eventually the message that Pope John, the, John Paul II left in that book. What changes history are not the great regimes, are not the great the dictators, are not. What changes history is a man who loves, a woman who accepts life, someone who forgives. And that's why God's mercy is the last word on everything. We can do that. By the grace of God, we can be people of mercy. And so we can be people of God, which is exactly the same. Peace be with you, says Jesus to the apostles after the resurrection. Meaning, I am with you. That's the trick. Peace be with you, I am with you. I am the peace you're looking for. Because I am the mercy you're looking for. I am the one who forgives you even if you have abandoned me. I am the one who brings the signs of the passion in his hands, in his feet, and still loves, and I still love you. Love is stronger than that. And the sign of, signs of the passion become signs of love. So peace be with you, the divine mercy be with you. Get abundantly this gift. 
go to confession if you can, pray the divine mercy, just be there and God will pay back with all his love.